Hi friends, and welcome to the Forgiven and Redeemed by the Blood podcast. I'm your host David, and this is episode 17. Let's pray. Our holy and loving God, we thank you so much for this day. Father God, for more opportunities, Lord, more uncomfortable opportunities, Father God, to share your love, to be a light in our homes, a light in our communities. Father God, we just thank you, Lord. We ask, Lord, that you bless each person listening, Father God, that the message that you have for them today, Father God, be loud and clear, Lord, that you reach that heart that may be hardened, Father God, that it may be turned back to flesh, For we know it is your perfect will to draw all unto you, Father God. So, Father, if this can be a tool that you use, Lord, let it be so, Father. Let my words, Father God, be yours. I yield to you, Holy Spirit, to have your way today. Speak uh, life into those that are listening, speak life into this podcast, speak life into me. I thank you, Lord, and I love you. Praise you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, today's verse of the day comes to us from Jeremiah chapter 31. Verse 3, long ago the Lord said to Israel, I have loved you, my people, with an everlasting love. With unfailing love I have drawn you to myself. Hello everybody, it is so good to be back for another episode of this podcast, the Forgiven and Redeemed by the Blood podcast. Um... I know last week was a little bit uh, different. The previous episode was different, and it was uh, shorter. and And I explained a little bit in that episode, you know, why it had to be. But um, I don't know. It's good to be back, and and gonna be starting, kind of talking about something today that um, is more than likely going to be extended through several episodes. Maybe not. Uh, um, together, together, uh, all together, but uh, throughout, you know, the, the coming weeks, I'll probably touch on, on this subject uh, several different times, because it is, it is a very lengthy uh, subject, has a lot of parts, um, but it's one that I really felt uh, impressed from the Holy Spirit to, to speak on this. Um, and, and I don't know, it it was kind of a little bit vague from the verse of the day, but it is, the verse of the day is going to tie into this, uh, because, uh, the, the subject that I want to talk about this week, um, is something that we've all struggled with in our lives and, and maybe even struggle with on the, on the daily, but I'll get into more of that here in just a little bit. Um, again, welcome. Uh, to the podcast. Thank you uh, for listening. Thank you 
for continuing to listen. Um, welcome to any new listeners. Uh, I appreciate each and every one of you. And I hope uh, each of you enjoy the content and um, get a little something out of it anyway. I am joined once again by, she's practically my co-host now, uh, Maggie the Pug. You will hear on audio, I I really can't do anything about, I've tried to figure out a way to, uh, you know, to, to isolate uh, her snoring, and there's really, I haven't been able to do it. So, I know there's probably software out there uh, that, allows you to isolate like that, but, you know, this, this is, um, not a high budget, uh, production and I, I do, I have some very nice microphones and, and the software is great, uh, but it just doesn't do everything. Anyway, uh, I, thank you for bearing with me and overlooking the, uh, the <laughs> consistent snores from Maggie the Pug. Um, so this week, uh, I'm going to start by talking about idols. And idols come in so many different um, packages. It's, and it's been an issue for mankind since the beginning. I mean, it's, uh, it's something that, you know, when you break it down, we've, we've struggled with. Um, forever, for as long as we've been on earth. I'm going to start first with the, the dictionary definition of idols. Um, the Oxford Dictionary defines it as an image or representation of a god used as an object of worship. A person or thing that is greatly admired, loved, or revered. In East Asia, popular music, a cantopop, J-pop or K-pop singer performing as a solo act or as a member of a group. So idols, there's a lot of packages there. Idols can be um, an image of something that would we, we would use as a god, uh, something that we worship. Um, an idol is also someone that we greatly admire, such as a, um, a sports, an athlete, uh, or, the, and, and this is something that's probably come along in the last, uh, few years is, uh, in, uh, East Asia music, you know, such as K-pop, you know, that they call their, their idols, their pop singers or, um, artists there, they call them idols. Uh, which is interesting, but it's, I thought it was important to first start off with the definition because it kind of gives us, kind of carries us into what we're going to be talking about. And more precisely, I mean, there are so many idols out there. I mean, uh, from the, from the, the physical idols, the images of a, of a God that, that people worship, you know, that's, in um, other cultures around the world, there are uh, gods that are worshipped, such as um, 
Buddha. Uh, that is uh, a well-known one. Um, I, I'm not even going to begin to say that I, I know about these other religions. Uh, I know very, very little about them. Um, and so I, I can't go into detail on anything, but I know, you know, I, I know in, in Hindu, uh, I know there's Hindu gods and there's a lot of those. Um, there is, there are, uh, you know, like animals that are worshipped, such as the cow, the cow's considered holy. Um, then there, there are, oh goodness, uh, in... Native American, I know there are things that are that are worshipped there. There's uh, things down in uh, South America um, that are idols that are that are worshipped. So there are religions. There's lots of religions around the world, and um, not all of them acknowledge the one true Creator God. Um, they have several different gods that are over different aspects of life. And I'm not here to preach against other religions. Um, I know I am a Christian. I, I follow Jesus Christ, who I believe is the Son of God, the one true God, uh, creator of the universe. Um, and that is my belief. And I'm not here to throw stones or, or cast judgment on anybody else. That's just my belief. But uh, I thought it was would be good to get into this because uh, as Christians, as someone who uh, believes in Jesus and believes in God the Father um, and uh, believes in the Holy Spirit, you know, idols can be many different things. Because in Christianity, we don't have a an image of um, something that we worship, like a statue of, just for example, a statue of Buddha. You know, I know that there are Buddha statues in temples um, over in Asia. Well, actually around the world, because there are several uh, of those Buddhist temples around the world. And those are things that, uh, that people do different things ceremonial things um, that they worship. They worship that God. Um, what they uh, perceive, you know, that's the God of their religion. But uh, in Christianity, we don't have an image of a God. We have a God that is um, feels a lot of times mostly unseen. However, we can look out into the world and see his creation, and he is in each and every everything around us, um, including ourselves. But uh, but we don't have like a a carved image of of our God, the um, God Jehovah God. But there are a lot of religions that that have that stuff. But uh, there are. A lot of things that we um, lack of a better term, I guess. Well, I mean, it's pretty accurate, and it stings a little bit that we worship more than 
God the Father, Jehovah God. Uh, there are things that we put uh, before him, and those are things that we worship, and those things are things that separate us from God, because that's what an idol is uh, for us, is it is something that that separates us from God. It's something that we've placed in a higher position than God. And it can be a numerous amount of things from wealth, um, family, marriages, relationships, friends, alcohol, smoking cigarettes, drugs. All these things are can be idols um, in our lives that we've placed ahead. And now I know there are a lot of people that are um, addicted to nicotine that smoke or vape that um, are unaware that that has been an idol in their life. But I'm here just to tell you the truth that that um, is not something that God has has provided. Uh, to be uh, and to be addicted to, um, it's not something that he's he's you know he created all plants for a purpose and and I know tobacco does have a um, medicinal uh, purpose, but he did not create it to be an addiction. He did not create it to be something that you can't live without because it, it, that becomes an idol of something that you put before him. Um, so it's it's something that you you feel that you can't live without, and a lot of people don't know that that's that smoking is an idol, and not throwing stones again. I've not ever been a smoker. I have tried uh, when I was younger, um, and it didn't take. I didn't like it. It wasn't something that stuck with me, and I have uh, a lot of family that are addicted to it. Um, that have been lifelong addicts, but that's not that's not the purpose of this podcast and what we're going to be talking about today. But I'm just going into an example, and that is a very popular one. Um, alcohol is another one um, that is something that people get addicted to that they've placed in higher position above God. And I'm not saying that you you know if you smoke or you drink, you're going to hell. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that, that idols are things that that strain your relationship with God or uh, put a distance between you and God where God is, is calling you to come closer and to be closer and to have that close relationship with Him. We have things that we place in our lives um, that distance us from Him. And that's something that God definitely can can help with. Uh, he can He can set you free from that stuff. But again, rabbit trail. I'm. Uh, I need to come back to what I want to talk about today. Um, the main thing I want to talk about, and and this is another area of of uh, idols, is uh, those emotional things that we've placed. In our lives that we identify ourselves by, um, 
and that that's an area that's very broad as well because I mean I there there's things such as anxiety and fear there are people who are literally afraid to leave their house uh, for the fear of, of things that are that could happen now that uh, that seemed to escalate when we went through uh, COVID uh, 2020, 2021, uh, even 2022, you know, there were people that, you know, we, we were forced to be isolated for so long uh, away from, you know, told not to be around people for so long. There are many people who could not bounce back from that, who did not bounce back from that, who do not leave the comforts of their home for fear of, uh, dying really because it, in the beginning of COVID, um, as many of you remember, it it uh, it crippled a lot of people because uh, so many people. I mean, all you saw in in the media was you know people dying, just just thousands by the thousands people dying from this, and you know we we know uh, now that. A lot of those numbers don't throw stones at me. This is just things that I've I've observed and, and read. Um, but uh, a lot of those numbers were padded uh, because they were, uh, in many cases, saying that um, they were classifying almost everything as a COVID death. Again, conspiracy theories. There's all there's all that out there. Um, I'm not uh, here to say that it's truth or not. Uh, just just kind of adding that in. Anyway, um, there are a lot of people that were just became afraid to to be in public because of uh, what they were seeing uh, from uh, news media and those reports, which uh, you know they were staggering. I mean, they were very uh, convincing and, um, you know, that's God did not call us to live in fear. And I will just tell you, if you are one that uh, does not leave your home, God loves you. He did not call you to live in fear. He's called you to, he's <laughs> called you to be a witness and to uh, step out and to be among other people and to fellowship. And he is with you at all times. And he always provides a way. He will always provide a way. Again, a little, little off of what I want to talk about, but, you know, there's, there are um, idols of love. So if we look at it like that, you know, there are relationships that we seek after that are not... Um, not ones that God would want for us. It's it's uh, such as those, you know, you meet somebody in a bar. Um, and I, I can only say this from example, a personal example. You know, my, my life was um, much different before I allowed God in. And so I, I can speak firsthand about some of these things. 
um, such as the, uh, the addictions to um, different things, alcohol and, and uh, you know, the, the seeking the approval of others and, and relationships, you know, all those things were idols in my life. And I want to speak specifically today about that idol of approval. Now, I, and this is inspired by a recent devotional that I did, and I really, I wish I could recall um, who it was by, uh, but I cannot. Um, but it was speaking specifically about uh, the idol of approval, approval of others, um, where we seek to satisfy uh, others or their their perception of us, so we don't want to be in a negative light in their eyes, which you know that's where our our scripture of the day comes from. You know that's a uh, that's something that that God, uh, you know, He tells us that He He approves of us. He's the, really the only one that we need approval from. Because um, when we seek approval from others, we're always going to be disappointed. If we're going to disappoint others. We're always going to disappoint us. It's not that mean, meaning that we are doing something wrong, but that everybody's going to have their opinion, and the only real opinion that that matters is um, what God thinks of us. So I'm going to read and, and think of uh, the think of approval. In your mind when I'm reading the scripture of the day again so it's Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 3 says long ago the Lord said to Israel I have loved you my people with an everlasting love with unfailing love I have drawn you to myself so with unfailing love I have drawn you to myself unfailing love an everlasting love means that he approves of us of who we are who you know what he's he's called us to to be as his children as we draw close to him as we um as we as we seek that relationship with him you know his his approval is really all that we are to seek but so often and i am i've admitted it before and i'll admit it again i have uh, been a people pleaser and I struggle with that still only because my where I came from and, and the things that I went through as a child I didn't have I, I didn't feel like I had a lot of approval from different people in my life whether it be friends classmates um, family you know there were a lot of times in my life where I just didn't feel like I had anybody on my side. And that is a, that is a tough thing to, for a child to go through thinking that they don't have any support or any, anybody that is for them. And that's, that's difficult. And if you are one of those people who can relate to this, I, I feel for you. I know, I know where you're at. I know where you're coming from and how tough life can be. 
um, when you when you're coming through that and when you're trying to deal with that but I also will tell you that God is a deliverer he will help you through that he will rescue you from those feelings um, each and every time that those things crop up you know you have the all power and authority through Jesus to to combat those things you know that that sense of where you're you're needing the the approval of uh, a group of people even if it's at church if you are if you are seeking the approval of even people at church you know that's not that's not what you're called to do now we're not out here you know this isn't the wild west and we're not all you know gunslingers and and on our own and rebels and you know it's that's not what it's about it's a, it's about coexisting and, and coming together but you you do it because you have the approval of God not that you're seeking the approval of another person because you know like I said you know we will disappoint people we will disappoint ourselves but if we are doing what God has called us to do if we're doing things uh, that are according to God's will will um, I said wheel and I don't know. It's God's will. Will you ever you ever say a word and you just you just uh, <laughs> it just totally comes out wrong. I I, I did that uh, a few weeks back um, as well. But it's not wheel like the wheel on the bus. It's will w i l l. Anyway. When you are doing things according to God's will, He is approval. He's approved you. He's, you have, re, you know, you have uh, succeeded in His getting His approval. He will always love you with an everlasting love, with an unfailing love. He draws you to Himself. That's what. That's what our goal is. Now, speaking from somebody who has as far back as I can remember and and even uh, up to recent days you know you you look to approve your peers or your family that's one that I I personally struggle with is the approval of family because sometimes you know as a dad as a father as a husband I feel like I um, let people down especially my family and I know that's just the enemy, just playing with me, just toying with, you know, my, all my feelings of, of disappointment that's been in my past. But I know that's not who I am now. But even, even up until preparing for this podcast and knowing what I'm going to talk about, um, you know, the enemy was really just toying with me on, you know, others disappointment or perception of disappointment because a lot of it it is it is just a perception it is you know if things aren't going a certain way um, I feel like in my mind that there is a disapp 
that someone else is going to be disappointed in me, that I've not got their approval. And I know that that approval is an idol that I need to lay down. And if you're struggling like this too, and I believe many people can relate, that is an idol that you, you just, you just ask God to destroy that in your life and you lay it down at his feet and give it to him once, give it to him. I mean, that's, it's not something for you to hang on to. There is no idol that we need to have um, that is placed between you and God. There's there's nothing that that needs to be that needs to occupy that space at all. It needs to be you and God uh, in a close relationship. Um, we we as humans, you know, we are a wonderfully made creation but we um, we sin and we have flaws and you know it's it's even uh, my pastor was talking about this um, this past Sunday and it just kind of really went along with my my preparing for this this podcast um, he was talking about the golden calf that the Israelites uh, uh, created, you know, at the bottom of the mountain where Moses was literally talking to God. Moses was, they were, you know, God was giving him the law, the, the commandments. Mm-hmm. Moses was at the top of the mountain talking to God. And because the people grew impatient they molded together from the things that they had um, a golden calf to worship because they thought that Moses was taking too long um, and they needed a God, uh, they needed to create a God to help guide them. I, I can't even, I mean... When I think about a physical object that you worship, I personally cannot wrap my head around that. And I know that there are probably studies out there that will help explain it a little bit better. But an idol is an idol. Whether it's a physical, um, you know, golden calf, or if it's a, a drug or an action or a feeling that that you place in your life that that comes first before your relationship with God, um, you know, all those things are are they're they're just lumped together as as something that you worship, something that you uphold in a higher position over God. Now there be some people. And I don't know that, that anybody like this listens to this podcast since it is a, a Jesus-focused podcast. But there are some people that say that they don't believe in God. And just because you deny the existence of God does not mean <laughs> that God goes away. It does not even mean that God does not see you. Um, when you, when you place that belief and there's generally something that surrounds 
you saying that, whether it's um, the way that you were brought up or, or some hurt that you've experienced in your life or some hurt that you've experienced even through church that's caused you to um, deny and try to prove the, uh, you know, that God does not exist. You know, that belief, I guess, technically can be an idol. You know, that doesn't mean that it's true or right. It just means that that's something that you've, you've put up in your life that prevents you from having any relationship with God. So, atheism is really idol worship, um, and it's not really that you don't, it's, it's, well, atheism is that you don't believe in God. You don't believe in a, a God. Um, you, you think that it's just, uh, all this just happened. Now, of course, you, a lot of atheists lean into the science part of it, and they say, you know, uh, such and such can happen, and and then, then life gets created, and we evolve, and all that, uh, all that stuff. But that that uh, theology uh, is an idol. It's something that you've placed in front of the uh, allowing yourself to have. And know about the one God that created you and loves you. Um, the one God that sent his son to this earth to die for your sins. So that you may have salvation if you call upon the Lord. When you have those theologies, those those things that, that you believe to be true or not true then those things are the, those are your idols in your life. But we swing back around to really what I wanted to talk about today is the, um, that idol of approval of others. It's a big, a big deal to many people. It's, it's one that I struggle with myself. Uh, like I said, and, and I know I'm not alone in this because there's so many people I've, you know, looking back, I've, I've always, as far back as I can remember, I've always wanted to, you know, I was always a people pleaser. You know, either I wanted people to think good things of me. I wanted to uh, not disappoint. You know, that's, that's something that has definitely affected uh, how close of a relationship I've have I have with God now I I know now my relationship with God is is very good and I thank Him so much He He reminds me all the time how much He loves me um, in different different areas and and I I pray that I am able to um, well, I know with with God's help, that I'm able to overcome anything, any situation. And, and in those times that I, I feel um, 
the disapproval of others. I know that uh, God will remind me of, of his approval, like he's doing with when I'm preparing for this. You know, I, I in that um, that devotional that I read, it it just it was like it was written for me. And it was, you know, when I when I do research for a podcast, mm-hmm. um, I try to look at different angles, um, and I use tools uh, such as different devotionals, uh, different. Um, I use Google search mm-hmm. a lot. Um, I just try to find areas that that uh, I can get a broader picture of what I want to talk about, and in this devotional. It was it was almost like you know God drew me to it, and it was almost like it was written for me uh, because it was everything that I I have felt as far as you know seeking the approval. It was it was everything there, and I was like, wow, God, this is this is amazing. This is eye opening. But it, it also talked about God, the Deliverer. God will deliver you from those idols, but we have to make that step to to let go of them. And you can ask God to help you do that, help you let go of whatever idol that you've got in your life, uh, whether it's an addiction, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a feeling, whether it's a um, a need for approval. Um, you can you can ask God to help help you in letting go of those things so that you can grab onto Him, so that you can draw closer to Him. Because um, you know your relationship with Jesus is the most important relationship. It is above all other things in your life. No job, no money, no sports car, no relationship, no family, no marriage, no, um, there's nothing that is is higher, uh, should be a higher place in your life than Jesus. It should always be Jesus first and then everything comes after that. Um, Even your church, you know, it's, it's, you can't, like I said before, you're going to disappoint people, and that's including people in your church. It's not anything that you try to do, but if you are, even if you are doing everything right, let's say you're doing everything right, uh, in, and I'm going to use the church for an example, you're doing everything right in your church, you're, you're, um, you know, you're serving just Jesus. There's going to be somebody who has an opinion or sees it differently, has a different perspective. And it's not your fault. It's something that they possibly will have to deal with, but it's something that God will help them through. And God may even use you to help them. You know, it's it's, it's something that, um, you know, in church or anywhere, you know, you were, were to interact with each other uh, through the love of God, with the love of God. 
And when we are, when we have that in our lives and we have that as our focus, everything else, um, we are we are just it, it just makes a way through everything. And you know the Bible tells us that we're going to have hard times. We're going to have times where we just, we just, you know that that uh, darkness that may be around us. It may be really hard to focus on the light, um, but the light is still there, and uh, sometimes it takes extra effort on our part to see it. More importantly, the light is in us. So a lot of times when we are trying to focus on what's around us, when really we need to focus on what's in us, um, and, and it's the light of Jesus that is in us, and if we can meditate on that and focus on that, um, it begins to shine and pierce that darkness that's around us. So it's it's uh, it spreads. So it spreads in your church. It spreads in your community. It spreads in your home, which is uh, a, a very big deal. And before you know it, that light that you focused on, that you've allowed to shine through you into uh, those areas around you, um, has <laughs> has helped other people without you having to do anything but letting God work through you. Um, so when it comes to that sense of approval, that approval from God is all that you need. And He has said that He approves of you. He loves you with an everlasting love. Everlasting love. That that means that there's nothing that you can do that will make him love you less. That's an important thing to remember is there is absolutely nothing, nothing that you can do that will make him love you less. Um... That sometimes is, is one of the toughest things to remember. Is that you are so loved by God. He loves you. He sees you. He knows you. And He approves of you. His approval is, is all that, that we need to seek. And when you are taking those steps towards Him, removing those idols that are separating you from Him, uh, He delights in that. He, he approves of you. And nobody else, nobody else's feelings about you um, matter. You know, only... Only God, only your relationship with God matters. And and He loves you. And He could not love you any more or any less. And there's nothing that you can do to make Him do it. Uh, 
So that's what I, I want you to uh, take from today, you know. Uh, God's approval is all the approval that you need. And if you are a people pleaser, or if you have anything else that's in your life that that um, that you've placed before your relationship with God, that He will help you get through that. He will help you let loose of that. And He will um, help you destroy that idol that you have in your life. Uh, this is a subject that we'll probably go into more because there's there's so much that we could talk about um, those you know future uh, episodes may talk about uh, addictions and you know the, the those those as idols um, relationships the unholy relationships that we we seek uh, just to have that um, that instant gratification or that uh, uh, the the dopamine that <laughs> it's created by the body uh, with those those types of relationships, you know those things that we seek after. Uh, we may we may go into uh, some more discussions on that stuff. Anyway, um, that is where I will leave this subject today. And if uh, if you have any uh, questions or anything, you can of course email me. Um, the number four given and redeemed by the blood at gmail.com is my email and I check that often and I respond quickly so send me a message um, I also have all the the socials well not all the socials but Facebook Instagram Twitter um, you can also reach out to me through those So I, uh, I hope this has encouraged you anyway to kind of look at those things that you've put in your life uh, over your relationship with God. I know it's, it's opened up my eyes some. But I uh, want to thank you all for joining me today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for um, your feedback. You can reach out at any time, and I will do my best to be uh, to respond quickly. So let's uh, let's close this in prayer. Father, thank you for the word of the hour. Thank you for exposing those things in our lives that we've put up as idols uh, before that relationship with you, Lord. We ask, Lord, that you bless each person listening, that they feel encouraged and strengthened uh, by your word and by uh, your love and knowing that uh, you approve of, of them. Um, and it is your approval that is the only thing that, that matters. So we thank you, Father, and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So thanks, everybody, once again. This has been the Forgiven and Redeemed by the Blood podcast. I'm your host, David. Um, again, we are, uh, every Thursday we are uploaded. Uh, if there is a change in schedule, I generally try to uh, post that on social media. 
thanks again once once thanks once once again for for joining me this week um and i hope you all have a blessed week and i will talk to you later